This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Padman, a.k.a. Mr. Anderson. That's right. That's right. From the Bay to L.A. and beyond, baby. It is past midnight. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. <laughs> Why am I feeling good? What What's that, yes? And why am I feeling good? I don't know. It's just been... It's been a great week. It's been... Uh, I'm just having a reflection. I'm in reflection mode. It's like 2 o'clock. It's like 2.30 in the morning. Is it 2.30? Let's see what time it is. Yeah, it's about... Uh, 2.40. 2.40 in the morning. November 23rd. Just having uh, some reflection time. You know, I, I when I do these podcasts, I don't, I've hardly or seldom, I think I may have listened to maybe three or four podcasts. But for the most part, I just hit the record button and just, just let it flow. Just let it flow. Let it go. It feels better that way. You know, life isn't scripted. It just happens. So, where do we get this notion that you need to script your podcast? It's your podcast. You can do whatever you want to do. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. And I, I heard this guy's podcast. He was, um, he was on the farm, and uh, he had like I don't know two million listeners and followers and. I don't know if it was his voice, but it was just him talking about the pigs on the farm and what he does on a daily basis. And it went on for about a good hour. And uh, I didn't find it interesting to listen to. I just found it interesting that this guy had over two million followers. And I'm sitting there like he has captured the attention of two million people who actually enjoy hearing what he has to say. That's when it clicked. The beauty of broadcasting. Napoleon Hill talks about it in one of his chapters about the person, the man, the woman who I don't think he said woman, but he said the the man who 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 utilizes broadcasting is king. Now you think about and because he, he was talking about the media, how powerful it was. This is nineteen what nineteen thirty two, I think that. Uh, Think and Grow Rich came out by Napoleon Hill. Those guys were so far advanced and ahead in the world that they were just on it. And what what is happening is if you've ever read any of the self-help books, you'll find that um, a lot of these guys today in 2019, the the uh, the the inspirational speakers and the, the Tony Robbins and the Jim Rohns and the Les Browns and the, and the, and the Steve Harveys. They've read that. They've read those books. You know, they've read those books. They quote them all the time. They'll tell you the Zig Ziglar's. They'll share with you that these guys are way ahead. They saw the future. 
Well, I've seen the future quite, quite a many times. I've had glimpses of the future since I was a child. And you know what I like about podcasting is uh, I had a conversation with someone earlier and we had the uh, common thing of expressing that, you know, we talk to ourselves, you know, we reflect and how important that is. So having a podcast and being able to do that, you know, for me is therapeutic. I, I go throughout the day and, you know, I don't talk to a whole lot of people. Um, I'm not working. My, my, I'm looking for work, but I'm not because I know what I need to do. I know what I'm doing as far as a health practitioner, uh, health, I'm sorry, a, a holistic health chef, you know, that's the beginning of my new, my new um, career path. So uh, it's healthy for me to at least talk. And, and now that I'm going to be doing this, I'll be talking more. But up until this point, up until today and, you know, this week, I hadn't talked to many people. I talked to maybe one or two persons here and there. I have my roommate of a friend, who's a 94-year-old veteran, Creole cat. What he says, Bantan Roulet. That means let the good times roll. That's French. You know, he and I talk. We have some awesome conversations, too. He, he, you know, he's a sharp dude. And uh, I think I want to capture more of those podcasts, too. Some raw conversations, just hitting the record button and you know, a, a, a 94-year-old dude and, and, a, and a, I'm not telling my age. <laughs> I don't care. Um, well, we're, we're like 50, 50 years apart, you know, over, under, about, yeah, maybe 60 years apart. Um, and, uh, it, it's, 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 it's pretty cool to, to hear his perspective on the world. Cause can you imagine being on the planet for 90 years, 90 something years? I mean, some of us are complaining, you know, Oh God, I've been on the planet for 20 years. Oh, I wanted to stop. I wanted to be over right now. I can take it. Stuff is too heavy. Take 90 years of that, you know, Take 90 years of that and just shut up, all right? Just just shut up about your your little 10, 10 years here and 10 years there. And, oh, life is so rough and so tough. I can't help myself. I'm going to throw myself off a roof. Why? It's only been 10 years. The first 10 years you were, the first five you were, could barely talk. Could barely talk. Goo, goo, ga, ga. You know, ooh-wah, ooh-wah. Stick a nipple in the mouth. Shut up. And then the next 10 years, you know, you're not living under the tent anymore. You are about your business on the road to do whatever it is that you need to do. Some people go to school. Some people hang out. Some people figuring it out. Some people take vacations. 
Some people still stay at their mom's home in the basement and still there almost 50, 60 years later. It's sad. It's really sad. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's, that's their life, you know. Mama, mama boys. But tag another, you know, what, 60, 70 years onto that. Add another, add, add another 70 years to your little 20 years. And then talk to me. I mean, these guys had to. They had to serve in a, a war. There was fighting going on, you know. Fighting. Bloodshed. You imagine? Ah, you got to go to war. What do you mean go to war? I'm staying at home. No, you. You're going to have to serve, buddy. You're going to. I'm going to give you a gun and you're going to kill the enemy. Like What? Yeah, it's it's what you got to do. Now, okay, people are complaining about presidencies and whatnot. You know what you what kind of mind capacity you have to be in to 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 think that a bomb is going to drop on you and and just explode and and kill everybody. So you got to go to war and protect your family and yourself. You know, it's not like a war against, you know, animals or something like that. You're fighting other human beings. You know how twisted that is? And to have that on your soul for 90 years? Shut up about your life already. Just shut up. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Y'all just shut up and just live it. (laughs) Just live it, baby. Just live it. Cut some people out of your life for crying out loud. If you got to do it, just do it. But shut up about it. And you put 90 years on it. You put about 40 more years on it. Then you can talk to me about life and stuff. But otherwise, just, just, just shut up. Shut that mouth. Shut that mouth. We used to say that back in the days. Shut that mouth. We should be so lucky. We should be so lucky. And that's that's just some perspectives of people's lives. But, you know, um, 90 years is a long time to be on the planet. I saw this video. Um, I saw this video the other day. It was, I probably shouldn't have been laughing, but I couldn't help myself. I could not. It was funny. It was funny. If it's funny, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. All right. I broke my ankle. I was sitting there laughing like, what the hell is this? What what, what happened? What just happened? Is that my ankle twisted to the left like that? Oh, my God. There's a train. Oh, there's a train coming here. Uh, help. Can somebody help me, please? I'm down. Man down. I've fallen and I can't get up. I laughed. It was. I laughed when I thought that and I said it. You got to laugh at yourself. Come on. You got to laugh at yourself because it's funny. It's funny. It's so crazy that it's funny. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Cry? I didn't cry. I was in too much shock to cry. The crying came later. All right. The crying came later, but it wasn't from pain. I've lived with pain. I've lived with pain all my life. You know. A little throbbing here and there, and I'm like, oh, that hurts, you know. 
Does it hurt now? Yes, that hurts. Don't do that again. But, um, yeah. Life happens. You know, speaking of elders and older people and baby boomers, I, I had epiphany. I had a thought tonight as I'm getting geared up to uh, go get some food. I realized I hadn't eaten all day and I was like, oh, had a great day. Great, a lot of great conversations, progress happening, things moving, stuff responding to my Facebook comments and messages. I like doing that stuff, people. It's good stuff. It's therapy. And I was like, I need I need some food. I need some pizza on a Friday night. So I got my bike, got my got my lights geared up, got my got my uh, thermal bag. I biked it over to 7-Eleven and got me some pepperoni pizza. That's some good pizza, people. 7-Eleven might have to give me some money and some stock or something for endorsing this. I'm always talking about 7-Eleven's pizza. My God. I mean, pizza is pizza, right? Actually, I can't say that. Because it it tastes almost as good as DiGiorno pizza. And I love some DiGiorno pizza. But, um, you know, it's the oven that kills me. You got pizza in like a second of I'm exaggerating, but two minutes, three minutes, you got some pizza? My God, it's crazy good. And um, so I probably won't have pizza for another month. You know, that's how I eat. But I was having, as I was, you know, heading out, I was having some thoughts coming back. I was like, you know, it's a trip that. I, th- I had a thought about the people in my life because early in the earlier podcast, I was saying how I made a list of people, you know, in my life and 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 a description of who they are and their superpowers and their life and what I know about them. And I thought about the people that are in my circle right now and people I'm around and why things haven't moved forward. Like they should have. I mean, it's it's propelling now out of out of control. It's it's going. Everything is happening as it's supposed to. And I'm out of this funk. But I thought about the people, and I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I started thinking about the the over fifty crowd because I made a I sent an email to a friend, and I said, you know what? I'm really I'm really sick and tired of the over 50 crowd. When I take a, a step back and reflect in over the past three years, it's not like it's been people my age or, or younger that has worked my nerves, that is, you know, that are acting up in the world, you know, Politicians, reverends, pastors, uh, um, political folks, you know, uh, all this stuff. And I realized what they had in common. They're all old. They're old people. <laughs> and, and trust me, I'm not talking about old people. I love old people. I love senior citizens. I love 
actually, let me say that. Let me say this. I enjoy the elders. And that's the 90 plus and 80 plus group of people. The ones in between, the over 50 and the 60s and the 70s, those people, let's talk about those people. Oh, my God. Let's talk about those people. Let's talk about everybody that hasn't reached 80. Because my grandmother is 90 something as well. And her brothers, I think he's about almost 90. And they're awesome people. That's the bottom line. They're just awesome people. I'm not saying that because they're my, my family. Because I don't say that about my family. I say that about my grandmother. <laughs> but when I think about it, oh, and I'm having a deja vu. The deja vu is, is me finding or moving into a new place. Yeah. I'm moving into a new place and I'm becoming a health practitioner coach, having my own radio show and talking about food and health. I'm having an epiphany, y'all, people. This has happened before. Deja vu. Here it is. I'm calling it out. This is why you do podcasts because you never know what's going to come. So I'm thinking about these, this, these baby boomers, you know, whatever generation you want to call them. The over 50 crowd is what I'm going to call them. I thought about their, their walk in life, you know, what age they were at the time of the Second World War. You know, how the first war affected them. I thought about what they had to endure with the times, those times, excuse me, atomic bombs, um, racism, like the real racism, stuff that we're still fighting, well, I won't say we, but the stuff they are still fighting for, and I say they because they're holding on to some, some old wounds, and it keeps surfacing. They keep telling the same story over and over because their thing is like, you never forget. You should never forget. It's like, yes, you should. For for your own sanity, you should forget. Not saying you should totally forget, but if you absorb it too much, you're going to become it. You're going to stay in that circle, in that zone. You're going to keep that energy. And that's not good for anybody. And and trust me, I've talked to these these guys and these women who, who have wounds. And it's serious. But here's the thing about that generation. The over 50 crowd. They don't go to therapy. No. mm -mm. They, They haven't seen a psychologist. They're not going to therapy. They don't do that. Heaven forbid. And it's all about what the doctor said for them. You know. Well, my doctor said this. Well, who the hell is your doctor? He's been killing people like for a long time. He knows what he's doing. He gives you some pills and tell you to get the hell out of his office. You take this and get out of here. I don't have time to hear your moans and groans. You shouldn't have been skiing. For crying out loud. You think you're a young man? <laughs> That's what you get here. Take this morphine and shut up. <laughs> If that doesn't work, we'll come back in two more weeks. Give me $40 and and I'll give you a prescription for some more stuff. Make you forget about it. Make you forget about the pain. 
That's what they do. But that generation, they, they hold true. Well, that's what my doctor said. If that's what my doctor says, like, look, man, you know, though I was, you know, born in my era, I, I never really believed in pills and that form of medicine, something deep, deep, deep layers within me said, <laughs> you don't. Pills ain't the answer, my my partner. Pills are not the answer. You know, you are Native American. You are a human being. You are a spiritual being living in a earthly body. And all you need is plant food. You know, where do you think some of those ingredients come from? They come from plants and then they just manipulate it and mixed with man-made stuff and next thing you know you're you're having kidney failure nosebleeds or some kind of cancer you're like oh well I didn't tell you to take all the pills I told you to take some and call me in the morning tell you to take the whole bottle are you kidding me not putting that on me you signed those papers those documents I can't be responsible for that Come on, man. Give me a break. I gave you extra, extra bottle of pills so you wouldn't have to see me for a while. Come on, man. No, it's, it's in my soul that my medicine is shamanic. My medicine is the, the, the vibratory resonance that is good music. That's my medicine. My medicine is, 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 Healthy eating and vitamins and supplements and, and, and herbs and mushrooms and powders and stuff that really, the food, the plants, that's what it is, in different forms. And every now and then I have some jelly beans. So what? Shut up. Eat what I want to eat. But everything in moderation everything in moderation. So... Don't want to get off track, but going back to the baby boomers, it's a trip. I just had this thought today, like, wow, these these guys are angry. They're still pissed off. And why are they pissed off? Why are they pissed off? Pat man, Pat man, why are they pissed off? Someone's saying that right now. Now, why are they pissed off? This guy think he knows everything. Well, I'm going to share with you why I believe they're pissed off. They had to serve in the war. They had to fight. They had to kill. They were told that's the enemy. Damn it. Throw this gun over your back and go kill the enemy. Because if you don't kill him, he's going to kill you first. Now that's got to, that's got to hurt. (laughs) That's got to hurt your soul, yo. You got to become a a brutal, brutal uh, force against human nature. Oh man, that's some twisted stuff. Feel for these cats. Totally. But the same notion. You you guys are the fathers of folks my age. These 70 and 80, 60 year olds, they got kids that are adults now. Living their life. Making a whole lot of money. They're like, you punk. Look at you. You want, you want what? You want $50 an hour? 
You, you want $65 an hour? You, you want $100 an hour? What, what do you mean? I've never seen $100 an hour in my life. Do you know I had to walk through snow? I had to kill my food? And you're talking about you make $100 an hour just to stare at a, a computer screen? She. They are upset. And they feel like they've been left behind. They can't catch up. Things are moving way too fast. And here's what I share with someone. An OG today. I said, look, I can help you. I can help you learn this stuff. But I'm telling you, things are moving so fast. If you don't jump on board like now and start to learn some of this stuff, the stuff that's coming, you, you're really not going to be able to grasp on it. And maybe you, maybe you will. Who knows? Maybe you will. But it's just good to know. It's good leverage to know this stuff. But going back to that, they're, they're, they're angry. They're pissed off. You know, maybe they were on drugs. Maybe they smoked way too much weed. You know, in the 60s, you know, maybe too much church, you know, they were, they were Bible slinging, you know, back in the days. And think about all the different things going on, you know, all the things that were going on before I arrived on the planet. There was, you know, they lost Dr. Martin Luther King, assassinated. Oh, we shall overcome. Bam, it's dead. By any means necessary. Yo, people fight for your people. People are dead. JFK dead. You know what kind of psyche, what kind of disturbance that would put through to a generation of people? I'm seeing it. I see it in their eyes. And now they're they're angry. They're still angry. They have, oh, they have a right to be angry, but they also have a choice to be happy. Take control of your life. Absorb some of this, some of these plants and, and things you can do to heal yourself. Go, go to therapy. Go to therapy. Listen to my podcast. I'll walk you through some stuff. Give me a call. You just let it out. Be emotional. Cry. Who cares? Let it out. I bet you a lot of them cry, but they don't. There's no one around to hear them cry or anyone to cry to. You know, they've had, they have failed marriages. You know, this thing of divorce came about. Some of them are widowed. It's like you shouldn't have to go to a AA meeting or it shouldn't have to be something toxically wrong with you for you to find a group of people that are not like minds, but people that, you know, you can confide in and you know they're not going to go out and spread your beans all over the plantation. You hear about that? <laughs> no, I don't hear about it. I want you to 
I want to help these folks. I really do. But there's this thing called stubbornness. Oh, they're stubborn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I've never seen it before. But I have. I've seen it time and time again. It's it's really bad. It's really, it's it's actually really bad, people. It's It's not good. It's not good at all. And we've all seen it. And there's some of us who have lost our parents. Yeah, I don't like that word loss. You really lose no one. Now you're going to lose somebody. You didn't lose anybody. You just, they're going to the next phase, whatever that is. The next realm. Next paradigm. The multiverse. The next earth. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe we die and we go to another parallel earth. You know, live out our lives as stuff we've had dreams about you know another world who knows no one's no one's lived to tell about it how about that but let's not worry about you know what what could happen what what hasn't happened and what about the now how can we get more people to live in the now starting with the baby boomer generation starting with the you know, we can all learn a lot from the from the 90-year-olds. Because they are out there enjoying life. You know, they they're they're enjoying life. They're moving a little slower, but trust me, they're out there dancing and listening to the music and having good conversations and keeping the blood flowing. Yeah, they got issues. You know, they got some issues, health issues going on. But, you know, they believe in something like prayer and 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 being good and uh, having values. And uh, um, they have a daily regimen. You know, some days are better than others. They get checkups. They get their sleep. Sleep is important. That's one thing I've I've learned about the 90-year-olds. They... It's time to go to sleep. They just, they're done. They go to bed. That's how I am. I get sleepy. I just close my eyes. Like, you know what? I'm just take a nap right now. Right now. I'm going to take a nap. Some people's like, oh, I can't do that. I was like, well, there's your problem right there. Can't? Shh. Watch me. All I got to do is close my eyes. I'm done. Out. Like a light. Before I started this podcast, I did a search. I was thinking about this new and exciting path. Well, it's not new. It's a new title, but the path I've been on has been the same. You know, a holistic approach to healing, but I've been doing it for myself. I never thought about doing it for other people. I want to solve some some mysteries of of the human the human body, the human psyche, the the dreams, the the metaphysics, the science. I've been dabbling in this stuff on a 
on a self-learning curve since I was a kid. You know, half a century of, of learning and applying and listening and, 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 and very observing, very observant. I like when people lie to me and I know that they're lying, but they don't know that I know that they're lying. See, when, when you're around people that lie a lot, there's certain traits, things that you can look at, you know, eye contact, no eye contact, little gestures, hand gestures, and fiddling, and, you know, people are all the, people are the same, they just jump around in different bodies here and there, but I like, I like to ask questions, because that's how I get my answers, that's how you get answers, ask people questions, and you just know they're lying, he's like, you're gonna sit there and lie to me right now, that, now that's, that's the part that, that's upsetting and disturbing is to insult my intelligence, my divine intelligence, my intelligence of the, of the, of the universe and lie to me, to my face. That's, that's not fun, people. That is not fun. Or lie to me in a text. I got people that just, there are people who are quick to lie in a text. I got a boy, he, ooh. He's good. He's good. He's a great liar. He doesn't know that I know he's a great liar, but I know he's a great liar. So I said thing about um, the health coaching thing. Um, and I like to go back to the history of coaching. And I thought about football. I was like, you know, what genius came along and said, you know, look at those boys out there. Roughhousing each other with that ball. Yeah, go here, catch that ball. I don't know how football started, but I'm just imagining. Yeah, you know what? These guys know what they're doing, but they need some rules. They need some rules. They can't just be out there playing ball like that. Let's implement some rules. And you know what? They're, they're going to kill each other. They need some, uh, I don't know, a trainer, like a coach. Yeah, coach. That's what we would call it. We're, we're, we're coaching. We're coaching you into something. And then, if you look at the timeline of the word coach, I looked it up a while. It was like uh, the like the coach, the uh, carriage coach for horses used to carry. They called it the coach and. It wasn't until like maybe 2000 where health coaches and business coaches came about. So I was guess I was like, when did this all come about? Because this this is new. This is a new thing. And it's that people have to be taught what to do, how to do and how to get there again. So let's look at the first question I asked out there. How much? Should I charge for coaching? Now, peep this. Most coaches offer two sessions per month, and the session time ranges from 45 to 60 minutes. New coaches that are just starting out charge around $50 to $75 per session, and more experienced coaches charge 
$100 to $200 per session. There are also coaches that charge by the packages, like $1,200 to $2,400. So there's quite a range. $2,400 for a package. That sounds pretty awesome. Now, when I think about the coaching thing, I was like, what was what does it boil down to? For me, it boils down to time. I don't need a whole lot of money. Why, why, why do we need money? Somebody said, you know, we used to barter, you know, and then I guess that's when we were civilized. We used to just barter. Hey, man, I got some gold over here. You give me that uh, give me that pile of hay and, and build that house right there and I'll give you this gold. And he's like, what? Man, give me that gold. I'll build you a house. Shoot. How long is it going to take you? Um, I don't know. Uh, how much gold you got? <laughs> well, I got about this much gold. Uh, can you have it done in about, uh, let's say, three or four days? Uh, yeah, I could do that. Might need some help, though, so it's going to cost a little bit more gold. All right, man. Look, I'm going to give you this amount of gold right here. You get two guys. Have this done by the end of the week. And I'll give you the other half of the goal. They're like, done. So what they do, they do a great job. They get done before the five days. Guy comes out and he goes, hey, man, you did a great job. Look at that. Look at that. You know what? You did such a great job, man. Here's the gold I promised you. And here's a little bit more goal for getting it done early. Done. And then some genius comes along and goes, you know. This gold is pretty heavy. You know, I, I I think it'd be a great idea if we just, you know, how about we just use this thing we've been writing on, you know, paper. You know, we'll call it a note. You know, you, you give me that gold. I'll hold on to that gold for you. I'll just give you this paper that says, uh, hey, this is how much your gold is worth. And you hold on to that right there. See how you can feel that? See how light it is? It's light now. You you don't want to hold that gold. Look at that gold. You imagine you got to carry this stuff around all day. No, give, here, give me that. And I'll give you an exchange for this paper. And tell you what, you can take this paper, take it anywhere you want. And they'll give you stuff for it. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? It's like, come on, man. This is the future. This is a promissory note. See, I'm going to keep this gold because this gold is super valuable, you know. But, uh, you know, a little exchange here. You know, it's too heavy for you to be carrying around. You got to fly around and jump around, you know. You, you don't want to get Here, have this paper. It's just as good. That's a hell of a duping right there, boy. That's some duping. That's what you call duped. Duped. Because <laughs> if cats could have saw the future, they'd be like, yo, don't don't give up the goal. Nobody gets the goal, man. Nobody gets the goal. I don't want no damn paper. I what am I gonna do with that paper? What am I gonna wipe my butt? I use I use leaves. I use I use the banana leaves over there to wipe my butt. I don't need no paper. Nobody gets the goal, alright? I see somebody uh, uh, taking the gold, giving it to somebody else. You know, you, you're off the island. You're done. You're out of here. 
I don't want you around no more. I can't trust you around my gold. Nobody gets the gold, all right? Here's another question I asked along. And and what I what I want to say, I said, why does the the question, my question was, why does the health coaching business exist? I was on Google search, you know, um, no one has asked that question. Everything is geared towards prices and proven business models and you know the what is. Let, let's see what this guy says about you know the whole health coach thing. Because for me, like I said, it's about time. You know, I I can bake, I can bake two hundred bars an hour. That's two hundred bars. I could sell, I and I could sell those bars at ten bucks a piece. So do the math. So that's how I equate with my time. I'm like, look. I could bake two, two hundred. I mean, yeah, I could bake two hundred bars an hour, and I could sell them for ten bucks. So, let's start there. That's what my time is worth. That's how you find your time. Something that you can do, and you could do great, and you could do better than anyone else. If someone wants to put some value on that. That's how you. That's how you get your value. And all right, here's here's something else. Uh, I can create a a sixteen track song. With all the instrumentation, you know, within the hour, I can sell that song, be a hit song, enough for, you know, a hundred thousand people to download it at a buck twenty-nine. Takes me an hour to do that, so come on, hundred thousand people at a buck twenty-nine. Do the math. What else? What else? Um, yeah, I could paint. Sometimes when I paint, I just paint, and I don't know what the heck it's going to be. So maybe I'll put about two, three hours into it, you know? Maybe I maybe I paint it, come back to it later, and, and add on to it throughout the week. And someone comes over and goes, hey, man, um, it's a pretty awesome piece of art. Where'd you get that? And so I made it. How much you want for it? I don't know. How much you, how much you want to give me? I'll give you five bucks for it. I'll give you a black eye. How about that? How about I give you a black eye? You know, it took me to paint that. It took all week. I did it on my off hours. So instead of coming home and drinking beer and watching, you know, Monday night football, I painted. And you want to come in my house and give me $5 for some creativity that I applied to a canvas? Are you kidding me, man? Get out of my house. Get out. Someone else comes along and goes, hey, man, look at that piece of right art right there. Man, how much you want? Look like you put a lot of work into that. Tell you what, man, how much you want for it? He's like, shoot, let me see. You know, I came home on Monday and I painted a little bit, smoked some weed, drank some beer. Came on Tuesday, my girl came through, and so I didn't put as much time on the paint, maybe two hours here and there. Wednesday, uh, shoot, I, I didn't even go to work on Wednesday. I said, you know, I think I'm just paint all day and smoke some weed. And Thursday come up and you, you get off of work and you paint some more. You're like, hmm, paint to midnight. And by Friday, you figure, yeah, I'm not even going to go out tonight. I'm just going to finish painting right here. And 
So I, I guess I'll calculate it about down a thousand dollars. Give me a thousand dollars for it, man. Give me a thousand. We call it even. Person goes, I, right, you know, that's it's pretty awesome. I actually like it that much. Done. Thousand dollars. Here you go. I'm like, thank you, man. I'm go paint something else. This guy just gave me a thousand bucks for my time. That's what it is, people. That's time. I'm not going on a tangent either. I'm just talking. Here's some questions about coaching. Um, Here we go. Health coaches are experts on human behavior, motivation, and health. They are change agents who help their clients get and achieve health goals, build new habits, How do they do this? Well, coaches help people discover the why behind their desired health change. They empower people as the experts on their own bodies, minds, and circumstances. They help people identify challenges and blind spots that are preventing change. They provide support, accountability. They use their broad knowledge of health and wellness to help people navigate a variety of health concerns. It says no other health profession has this unique skill. That is why health coaching fills a critical gap in our health care system and why health coaches are increasingly in demand. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm here to help people on a whole nother level. Now here's the other deal. Health coaching has grown to six billion dollar market within the potential to make a big difference in the quality of people's lives and in their interactions with the healthcare system. Look like I'm in an awesome profession that's been waiting for me. It is my time, people. It is my time. And I'm a health coach chef. That's even better. That's like double whammy. They said they're just doing health coaching. I'm doing I'm doing chefing. I'm giving you the holistic food that you're supposed to be eating to help everything. You know, cognitive issues, losing weight, gaining weight, uh, 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 memory, uh, you know, bad habit stuff, you know, whatever. I'll make some treats for you. Make you feel good. That's right. All right. It's... uh, it's now 3.30. I'm going to take my butt to bed. I'm going to take my butt to bed. That's what I'm going to do. So, um, I'm going to end this note by saying, um, if you're a baby boomer, you're over the age of 50, and you're miserable, and you're in hustle mode, and in your life, you don't know technology, and gone through divorces and children hate you and you know you're ugly I'm, I'm just joking with that that one uh, if you're ugly that's well if you're ugly I mean go go fix yourself up jeez go somebody for everybody goodness gracious my my ugly's not your ugly somebody likes you you know but you gotta like you first that's what I say like you if you if it's just you that you like well so be it so be it Get out and talk. Go, 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 go to therapy. You know, go talk to your kids. 
don't talk to them like they're your kids. Talk to them like somebody on the streets. You know, how you doing, man? Good? How you, how you feeling? You know? Don't be an examine them. Don't be a hater. I find that a lot of the baby boomers are haters. Not all of them, but there's... there's I've run into quite a bit of them. They're, they're pretty bitter. You know? But we're all in this together. There's no reason to be bitter. Give some of these young cats a, 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 some shelter. Give them a place to, to live, to, to eat, to work. You know, they help you, you help them. That's that's how it goes. That's how it should be. There should be no homeless people on the streets. Are you kidding me? Get over yourselves. Get over yourselves. These are your children out there on the streets. You know, they were birthed by someone. There's no reason for people to be on the streets homeless in California or anywhere. I spoke on this earlier. There's just way too many resources. You know, um, if, if you need a health coach, if you need me to coach you through something, send me a message. Send me a message to dukenbake at gmail.com. Pay you $25 for, for membership under the Holistic Health Coach Practicing that I'm all up in. It's, it's, it's just the ground floor of it. It's about to get real exciting. But get in on the ground floor before the new year comes. Because when the new year comes, I'm telling you, it's going to be more expensive. And I may not have the time to, you know, I may not have the time. I'm trying to help a whole lot of people. You know, right now it's one in at a time, and but I'm trying to I'm trying to take on the world. I'm trying to heal the world. Heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying. If you care enough for the living, make a better world for you and for me. That's like a cross between Michael Jackson and Kermit the Frog. I'm out of here. This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man, a.k.a. Mr. Anderson, from the Bay to L.A. and beyond. Old people, get over yourself. Peace. Peace.